Welcome to Simple Faith with host Dale Carlson, bringing solid Christian answers to your questions and concerns. Changing Radio. Here's host Dale Carlson. Good afternoon. Uh, we're already into June. Can you believe that? Yeah, I know. summer's coming. <laughs> wow. In fact, I can't from the temperature. I can't believe it. Oh, it's kind of chilly out today, but <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think in about uh, uh, three weeks or a little less than three weeks is the uh, the 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 time. The daylight starts getting shorter. Yeah. Can you believe that? I don't even Already. want to think about that right oh. now. <laughs> well, today we were. Uh, I'm here with uh, Jim Barnes and Bob Bomier, and we're going to talk about simple faith today. We had a guest that uh, that got tied up in an airport. Uh, somewhere, not literally tied up, but he got uh, stranded <laughs> in an airport and uh, couldn't make it today due to a lot of other commitments. And so today we're going to talk about simple faith and. And we're going to take a passage of scripture that uh, that's kind of hard to understand sometimes, but uh, but not that hard. I think we want to. I, I was I was talking with uh, Bob and, and and Jim here earlier, and I think we want to uh, kind of start talking about keep it simple, servant. Mm. <laughs> and uh, and so we're going to try to keep this real simple today. And I'm going to start out with a, a reading a passage uh, from uh, John chapter six, verse twenty nine. And Jesus said, this is the work of God, that you believe in him who he has sent. And I think that belief, um, it's not a passive belief. It's not something that I just feel like in my, in my, my being that I, well, I believe in God. There's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an active belief. It's, a, it's an active belief that requires decision-making. It uh, requires uh, actions taken on our part. And, uh, and we're going we're gonna to look at some of that today in in Matthew chapter 8 uh, verses uh, 18 through 27 and it says now when Jesus saw a crowd around him he gave orders to depart to the other side now he they had just Jesus had just finished uh, healing a whole bunch of people and and uh, and a crowd was gathering and uh, and Jesus said to the disciples let's let's go to the other side and a certain scribe came to him uh, and said, Teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, The foxes have holes and the birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. I mean, he's saying homelessness. Homeless. I mean, that's what he's talking about. Jesus was homeless. I'm homeless, Jesus said. <laughs> and another of the disciples said to, said to him, Lord, permit me to first go bury my father. And Jesus said to him, Follow me and allow the dead to bury their own dead. Hard statement. Mm -hmm. And when the G, and when he got into the boat, his disciples followed him, and behold, there arose a great storm in the sea, so that the boat was covered with waves. But he himself was asleep. And they came to him and awoke him and say, saying, Save us, Lord, we are perishing. And he said to me, he said to them, he says, Why are you timid, you men of little faith? 
Then he arose and rebuked the winds and the sea, and it became perfectly calm. And the men marveled, saying, What kind of man is this, that even the winds and the sea obey him? Mm. So these are some hard statements, I think, that uh, that uh, Jesus made. And I think they go right back to uh, what does it mean to believe in him who God sent. Uh, our job is to believe. And that's the, that's the hard part. The, the easy part is understanding this. The hard part is really about doing it. <laughs> yeah. so, yes, uh, if you're in the boat yeah. and the storm's rising all around you yeah. and the boat's about to sink and you're, you're going to drown, it's not easy to fix your eyes on, but Jesus is in the boat. I don't so, have anything to worry about. So, what do you think? Uh, what do you think Jesus, uh, when when the when the um, scribe came to him and says, "Teacher, I'll follow you wherever you go," and Jesus said to him, "The foxes have holes and the birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head." Mm. You know, what is what what does he mean by that? And how do we how do we do that? And what what does that mean? I guess what I I, I say that what does that mean for me, when uh, when Jesus is telling this fellow, uh, you know, you got to be willing to be homeless. Yeah. Why is it so quiet in here? It has to do well, <laughs> and it has to do with what comes first for you. Is, is having a nice home is that going to get in the way for you to follow me? Uh, are you going to be worried about that because I'm homeless? You want to follow me? Think about what that might mean before you uh, before. <laughs> You you got a decision to make here. Yeah, there's a decision mm. to be made. I we're going to open up the phone lines right away today, and uh, this is I think this is going to be an interesting discussion. And we sure yes. would like you to join us and and uh, participate in that. The phone number seven two five nine two two four seven two five nine two two four. Call it call in and yes. and, uh, and join us in this because I think I think there's some I think there's one principle or a, you know a, a simple principle that Jesus is talking about through this whole passage it's three That's different right. uh three different uh scenarios so to speak but uh but there's a principle here that that uh and jesus is talking about where can they find that text so that they can uh, if they want to read yeah, it's it matthew chapter 8 uh verses 18 through 27 uh, uh look that up and and uh let's hear what you think about that i mean as christians if we've gone to church any period of time we've probably heard mm -hmm. sermons on this before and uh, uh you know uh, what is Jesus trying to tell us? Well, I think, too, when the scribes I'll follow wherever you go, Jesus is saying, I don't want you to feel like it's going to be a rose garden. or it's going to be, You know, a lot of people believe that, well, if it's the Lord, it's going to work out well, and we're never going to have troubles, and we're never, you know, I hear that kind of stuff, and I said, well. It's not God's will if I, if I have Right, I right, yeah. If yeah. I'm struggling at all, I must yeah. not, I missed God. Yeah, exactly. Because that's what's been going on. They've been yeah. successful. Yeah. Jesus has done these miracles, and sure. crowds have come out, and got excited, of... and and these guys are thinking, whoa, man, yeah. this is great. We're, the church is growing. We're doing good. We're wonderful. And, and Jesus and, said, wait a minute. And, and he wanted to let that scribe know, I, I don't want to, you to have rosy glasses on to think that somehow, because of all the miracles we've been doing, right. that you're going to you know, ride high on the crest. There's going to be troubles. Yeah. And, and I want you to know this firsthand. Uh, I am homeless. I, I don't have uh, anything, no amenities in this of this world to offer you. Mm -hmm. uh, but there is the amenities of heaven. 
and a life to and, come. And I think that's pretty key. I mean, I think that's that's uh, that's the difference that Jesus is talking about here. Is what is important in the carnal world is not that important in our eternal life. Exactly. And so when Jesus died on the cross and was resurrected, he says you can be born again, mm. and that born again gives us a gives us the opportunity. If we take it to look at things right. from a totally different perspective, and so when somebody says, "You know, you might be homeless um, yeah. uh, if you're if yeah. you're going to follow Jesus," it doesn't mean you will be homeless, right. but you could be homeless. Right. And uh, um, how do you how do you evaluate that um, that and and if you're not homeless, uh, you know, and, and you've got what you need, you know, how do you how do you look at life in that eternal perspective? And love others with the resources that we have. Yeah. Are you willing? Are you willing to set aside that security and that comfort comfort that comes from having a nice home? I've got a nice home. Are you willing yeah, to set yeah. that aside yeah. to follow Jesus? Yeah. And is that is that uh, you know do we do we love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength? Are we yeah, sold right. out to this idea that? Uh, right. That uh, that loving God is loving our neighbors and uh, and whatever it takes, whatever it takes in this life, yeah. uh, to uh, to follow Jesus and to believe that we're really going somewhere else. I mean that that that's kind yeah. of a fuzzy concept for us. I know it is for yeah. me. Our home, you know. Yeah, I was I was sharing else. sharing with Jim and Bob here. Uh, I have a problem, and uh, and I have a problem that uh, that when I'm doing something, uh, you know, like I, I, I'm building a grape arbor for my wife at home. And uh, and I I'll, I'll go out and get all my tools, and then I'll go to work, and I'm thinking about something else. I'm just kind of doing it, you know, by muscle memory or whatever. And I'll put my keys down somewhere, and uh, and without thinking about it, and then I'll or a tool down somewhere, and I'll I'll I'll, I'll drop it somewhere, and and I, I'm not thinking about it. And then when I need that tool or when I need that key, they can't find they, it. They yeah. can't find it. Wow. It drives me nuts. And uh, yeah, and I uh, and I realize what kind of a Christian man I am at about that time, you know, yeah. because you know, my language doesn't do as well as it should. You know, my, my heart is frustrated, not with anybody else, just no. with me. I'm frustrated with myself. And... Uh, but uh, you know, uh, what does this mean? Can we do this? Can we have this kind of a um, a uh, view of life and still have joy? You know, can we be homeless? Yeah, with this single-minded yeah, yeah. focus on Jesus that's that really believes, really trusts right. that hey, if if I'm with Jesus, he's he knows I need a home. He knows I need a place to lay my hand. And I trust that he'll take care of that. Yeah, and he does. He, he I does. don't have to fuss about that. So, or even even more so, I don't have to expend a lot of energy and time and thought trying to take care of these things like a home. Because he's already thought about it, and so when we talk about being with uh, Jesus, you know, I think uh, what we're saying is that we're 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 being in an eternal mindset, so that what yeah. we're doing yeah. is based on where we're going and not what we're experiencing right here at this moment in this place. 
I, I think that it gets back to the man that come to Jesus and said, how can I enter the kingdom? And Jesus says, well, keep my commandments. And he said, for my youth, I've kept your commandments. And he said, you've spoken well. And to me, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I could say that. Yeah. Uh, but so this man was a very moral man in, yeah. in, in a lot of ways. He said, well, he said, this one thing. He says, go and sell all you have, give it to the poor, and come and follow me. And the man was very sorrowful. And he said, for I have much. And he went away sorrowful. Um, and, and really, what is the principle of that? Is riches evil? No. Is having a home evil? No. But anything that would keep you from obedience or keep you from following, that becomes an idol. Mm -hmm. and, supposing, supposing I want to worship and love and serve God, but my the church that I go to, they don't have... A, a good Sunday school program that, that that I think I ought to have for my children. So I stay home on Sunday. I I let my sense of need for you know they don't have enough restrooms in that church or they don't they, they don't, the temperature isn't right or uh, they don't have a good Sunday school. So I'm going to stay home. I heard somebody on the radio here uh, on a different program saying that God has a list of priorities, and it's God first, my neighbor second, others second, and uh, myself third. And, uh, and I think that's that's the priority that we, we have. You know, we consider one another as more important than ourselves. Yeah. And, you know, I, I look at what's happening in the world today, and it's kind of oh, scary. Yeah. You know, uh, it's oh, kind of scary. And, uh, and, you know, I just think that, that we're going to have the opportunity to be tested in, mm. in this kind of thing, um, I think the potential of that happening is you know, looks yeah, a lot yeah. more than it did a couple of years ago. What's our phone number, Dale? Seven two five nine two two four. What do you think, uh, folks? Uh, uh, what is Jesus trying to tell us when he says to us, "Foxes have holes, and the birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head." Uh, I think it's important that we understand. This, the the implications of that simple message, and uh, and uh, when when Jesus said the our work, our work is to believe that God in Him who God sent. Right. God's work is to believe in Him who He sent. And the word disciple means discipline. You know, when the Bible said the steps of the righteous are ordered to the Lord, and that we see right at the beginning of this, he says, now when Jesus saw the great multitude about him, he gave a commandment. That word in the Koine Greek is ordered yep. uh, them to, you know, it's not really a volunteer army. You know, we're we're bought with, with a price, and, and it's our reasonable service to follow him and to obey him. Uh, and I think that's something that gets lost today, that I'm not my own anymore. That's right. We're, we're bought with a price. You know, we have been redeemed. Mm. Uh, we've been purchased uh, with, with, with Christ's blood. Uh, it, it cost him something Everything. to come here yeah. and, uh, Everything. and show us that, uh, that this life is, you know, this, this carnal world that we live in mm. is totally opposed to, uh, to what Jesus has taught us, to our eternal exactly. focus. So when Jesus says, follow me, that's not a suggestion. Uh, that's not a, 
a, a gentle hint. Is that is that that's a command. That's a command. Yeah. You know. And so if I say, well, but I, yes, I I'm going to follow you, Lord. But first, I got some business I got to take care of. You mm -hmm. know, I got some family matters that I have to clear up first. Then once I get that squared away, mm. then I'll follow you. It doesn't work like that. That's that's saying no yeah. to a command. Yeah. That's refusing to accept the command. Well, you hear it all the time. People say, well, we, I want to start a family, but I need to wait till I have money. Uh, this. I'm going to tell you what happens. You're going to put your life on hold, and, and uh, it, it's you're never going to have enough money. You're never going to have I've never had enough money. <laughs> or, or I want to go to church. But yeah. first, got to find the right place that, that yeah. has yeah. the name that I like and a yeah. building that I like. You have to step up by faith. And I was saying to them earlier, I said, it's like marriage. You know, marriage is for young, is for uh, crazy people. Uh, you know, you marry someone and, and they marry you and they look. we look at each other like, oh, my goodness. What, what was I thinking? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, you know, how am I going to afford to, you know, to buy a home? And how am I going to be able to do You know something? Life, if you give it to God, when, when Jesus made that command, he was taking total responsibility. And that's what we got to remember. Mm -hmm. God is He's our Father in heaven, and He guides us and He keeps us. Well, folks, we got to go to break. Seven two five nine two two four. Join us in this conversation. Help yes. us out here a little bit. We'd love to hear right. what you have to say. What are your what ifs? Yeah. Or but maybe. Or yeah, what do you think? Um, so we'll be right back uh, yes. in in uh, just a couple minutes. Join us. See you in a bit. Welcome back. This is Dale Carlson, Jim Barnes, and Bob Omier. We're having mm. a simple conversation about a complicated subject. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not That's complicated. Good. Yep. Uh, we have Mary from Lewiston on the line. Uh, hi, Mary. Um, yes, hello. Oh, hi. Um, I recognize I your voice, Mary. Well, yes. Yeah, so hi, Jim. I, I spoke to you about six months ago about being homeless for Jesus. Yes. And um, I don't know if you remember me or not. Yes, I do. I do. Okay. Well, you were just, you folks were talking about uh, being homeless and that Jesus didn't have a place to lay his head and that, will you still serve him? And it was hard for me to still serve him when I was homeless. Yeah. And my question yeah. is, uh, I believe that Dale had said 12 years ago he had no job and he was getting ready to be homeless, but he was very suicidal. Mm. My my question is, was he willing to be homeless and not suicidal and still serve Jesus, even though it was a difficult situation? What a question. Yeah, wow. it was a difficult situation. But you know what? I trusted God oh. to a certain extent, you know, and God, you know, maybe I didn't trust God. Maybe I didn't trust God as much as I should have. Maybe it was... You know, and, and I think I think this is what uh, this scripture the the heading is discipleship tested yeah, this this passage of scripture and I think my discipleship was tested. But God sent somebody to you though. Oh, He sent a number of things to me that uh, you know I I am so blessed today to uh, have gone through that period of my t my mm. life uh, because uh, what God promised was to be uh was that he would take care of me and boy he has certainly taken care of me far better than i ever imagined 
and uh-huh. uh, and God blessed me through people. God blessed me through uh, through uh, circumstances. I, I was able to start mm-hmm. a small business that took mm-hmm. off right away, and mm-hmm. and uh, you know the. Um, the the mortgage that I the huge mortgage that I had in my house was was shortly paid off, uh, and, and how uh, God provides. Yep, I just it was it was absolutely amazing. And so was I. You know how was I back then? I wasn't where I should have been, and I'm still I, I still realize I'm not where I should be. But uh, but one thing I can say is that through that situation, uh, is upset and as as mm. hurtful as that situation was to me. I wouldn't trade it for anything at this point oh. because because God showed up and took care of me in ways that I in ways right. that I can't even explain. I don't mm. even, I, I know what happened, but it had to come from God that uh, that those things were were uh, were patched together and it came from places I didn't expect. It came came from uh, sources that I didn't realize uh, that, that there was no plan mm. by Dale Carlson in this <laughs> other than God said He would take care of me. And he certainly did. And you found out that Jesus was in the boat. Well, you know, he was in the boat. You know, he was, he, was about to yeah, go he under. He was there, and uh, and um, and uh, I feel stronger as a Christian having gone through that. Uh, my faith is stronger, uh, and I think that uh, that before it's all over, God will test me again and again and again. And I think the reason He does yeah. this is to strengthen us That's and to make us does. stronger. Oh and to uh, to you know, He says He won't give you uh, anything that you're not able to handle. But boy, He sure per- pushes the envelope sometimes. Well, look what He said about David. He said, "David is a man after my own heart." And David made you know, we've all made messes in life. I know he I made, have. He's, <laughs> I've made some big messes in my life, but I think David outdid me <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I think he did. I mean, he actually killed a man. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but you know, the thing about it is 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 in our brokenness and our repentance and, and saying, Lord, help me um, to to be victorious in this world. I mean, David was earnest in, in learning and and uh, being better by it. Um, you know, and I, I think I think that's that's uh, that's what Jesus is trying to do yes. uh, by putting these things in front of us and saying, you know, it's it's not it's not just a simple. Uh, I believe it's a simple I believe, and it changes the way mm-hmm. I react. It changes the way I respond. It changes the decisions that I make uh, in a way that uh, mm-hmm. that is more in line with what God chose. And I wish it happened all at once. It doesn't, you know. At least not in my my situation. You know, it's it's a constant. Uh, um, uh, Chipping off the uh, the rough edges, and sometimes it feels like you know, like my dad would say, "It's he's got a two by four with a nail in it." <laughs> <laughs> so, Mary, does that help you? Um, it, I guess it helps me a little bit, but I guess my question is, um, are you willing to not look at being sad or suicidal if you were ever to face homelessness again, and are you willing to pay it forward to other people? who maybe have less than you right now and maybe all the money that you're making from what you have from that house that you're willing to help someone else in need now. I try to do the best I can, Mary. I, I think, think I know the answer to yeah. that, though. I think the answer is a, a very big yes. Oh, definitely. Yes. Now, I think each one of us have come <laughs> through no. situations that have got us to the place where, no, not suicidal anymore. That's it. We we got a new a new Lord a new boss and a new country and a new home and it's with Jesus That's and right. there's no the doubt about God. it. 
And, and Mary, it's so good to hear your voice. And we really appreciate you and, and, and believe God, you know, as you're out, whether you're passing out tracks or doing the work that you do. And just be faithful to Jesus. Yes. Take heart, Mary. Yes. May, may I ask one more question to Pastor Bob Bonier? Yeah, that's that's me speaking. Is that okay? What's that? Is that okay to ask you a question? Sure. <laughs> um, you talked to a woman at the Restore store, and you said that it was a hardship to be a volunteer there because you live in Auburn, and the stores and Topsham is too far for you. But every Saturday you go to Auburn to be on this radio show. So is it too far for you to serve that ministry, which is a nonprofit Christian ministry? Yes. Um, uh, the same, it's the same, it's the same amount of mileage to go every day. I think, uh, let me answer that, uh, Mary. And I think that, uh, that God calls us all in certain directions. You know, what's important is that we are involved in His work. Yes. It's mm -hmm. not specific to uh, any one particular ministry. I know Bob, uh, and uh, and he is involved in some things that uh, that uh, I'm sure neither you nor I would be involved in because he's got mm -hmm. a different calling than we do. And mm -hmm. so uh, right now his calling is to be on this radio program. This isn't mm -hmm. all he does during the week. No. Uh, he pastors a church of, of folks that really have some very specific uh, uh, um they have some very specific needs, as every church does. You know, yes. uh, every every church has has a, has its own personality, and mm -hmm. so you know we can't do everything, but we can do what we can do. Uh, mm -hmm. God only gave us twenty four hours a day, yeah. and so That's I think right. I think that uh, that you know I, I'm blessed to be sitting here with two men that I believe are called by God to do what they do. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you know Jim Barnes or not, but he's he's ninety plus years old, and he's not he's not retired. <laughs> No. He's, he's still he's still in there pitching and uh, doing what he right. can do uh, uh, for the Lord and and you know as I get older, I realize I, I can't do as much as I did in the past. Uh, uh, I just don't have the energy anymore, and I'm sure uh, I'm sure when I get to be ninety, if I if I can make it that far, not many people make it that far, Jim. Yeah. Well, I get I get my car all the way up here every Saturday yeah. from Portland. Yeah. So we we hope that uh, that what we're doing here blesses those that are listening. That's right, and uh, and uh, and that's why we do it. We do it so that uh, uh, we do it because we feel called to do it. Yeah, you know, uh, I think some people make this so mm. so complicated, and it, it is complicated to do because we are we are consumed with this uh, this carnal thinking that we have, and changing our mind, renewing our mind, and saying, God, this is this is uh, this is not the way you want me to think. You want me to think. Uh, and put my treasure uh, in my eternal thoughts, not just on my carnal That's thoughts, right. and uh, and uh, continue to grow in that area. I think I grew a lot uh, as as I went through that that period of really discouragement that uh, that I had, and uh, um, I I just again I, I can't I can't uh, I, I I can't even think that uh, that I would I would trade that situation mm. for anything. Mm. I well, remember that God said to me at, at one time when I was living down in Delaware and I had a place to live and a comfortable home and all settled and, and things going nice and God spoke to me through a man named Ralph Rogers here in Portland who said, Jim, come up here and help. I need help. Mm. Come on up. And I, and I could hear God speaking to me, and 
so I put everything else aside and came. And here I am. Yes, right, yeah. Well, thank you so much for yes, your call, Mary. Mary. God bless we'll you. Be, uh, we'll, I'm sure we'll be in touch in the future. God bless well, you. Thank you. Thank you for thank you for taking my questions. I appreciate your time. Oh, okay. Thank you for thank calling, you. Mary. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Bye. Yes. Okay. Who else has got uh, a call for us? Uh, we're going to go. It looks like the phone is lighting up over there. Is that is that the case, Nathan? <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe not. Let's go on and let's talk about uh, another one of the disciples that came to Jesus. And, uh, and uh, uh, Jesus said to him, uh, he said, Lord, permit me first to go and bury my father. But mm. Jesus said to him, follow me and allow the dead to bury their own dead. I know. It seems insensitive, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> that was <kinda> hard. <laughs> What's wrong with Jesus in this? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't bury your father. I mean, uh, I yeah. mean that's, that's some very uh, intimate family uh-huh. things that uh, that Jesus said don't you know don't 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 worry about that come follow me mm. because uh, because you can't do anything to help this dead person well well you know but, yeah, and, I've got a job for you yeah and, and you look at how some theologians look at that and of course one way is probably the eldest son and, and he had to remain with his father until he died in order to get the inheritance that an eldest son would get. Uh, we learned that from Jesus was I go to my father and then build a room and when it, but only my father knows when I can return uh, and when the father says okay it's done and ready son you go get your bride well what he found out there is I need to go and remain until I get my inheritance I can come back afterwards with a bunch of money mm-hmm. I can really help this ministry then yeah but, uh, but first <laughs> but first yep yeah, but first. <laughs> Well, I remember that in my in my late twenties, thinking it was my job to make money to support ministries, mm. and uh, and uh, and you know I I had it I, may have been for a little while. Yeah, it, well, it was. But <laughs> God, God, sh- God showed me that wasn't uh, no, it wasn't the, the case. I mean, yeah. it really required. But this guy was saying to Jesus, "Look, I, I want to follow you, but I got to take care of my family business first. And Jesus put it as simple as, but I'm first. Yeah. If you're going to follow me, that's right. John. Follow me. Yeah. I'm first. Because because that is a carnal, worldly um, hmm. uh, passion that we have for for you know that. And uh, and Jesus said, no, we've got to look at things through an eternal lens, not through a carnal lens, but through hmm. an eternal lens. And that's that's what's so hard about the simple faith is that we've got to change the way we're looking at things and uh, and not you know it's, it's so hard to put that kernel behind us or push it aside and uh, and then uh, begin to look at things uh, from an eternal right. perspective because we actually do believe that well, Jesus is from God and that there is he did go to and he loves us. Yeah, and he knows. And we do that when we do that. That's exactly you know when we talk about it. It sounds like kind of a, a downer almost. You know, mm, so yeah. much to do. I can't handle it all. <laughs> but that's what Jesus that. says. Our joy comes from, and uh, the peace and the patience and the goodness and the self control mm. all come from that. That those actions that mm. we take as disciples of Christ, as people who are actually have a passion. To be right, like Jesus. Right. I mean, that's what well, a disciple is, is you want to become like the teacher. 
Well, Dale, you, you've uh, uh, been the director and the head of a large organization, and you know how important it is to depend upon people. Yeah. Could you imagine if every time something and get excuses and what <laughs> yeah, yeah. well, a, a lot of you them. know any manager understands that oh yeah and yeah. so what Jesus is saying uh, how are we going to build anything for the kingdom if everybody is half-hearted? Well, I heard a pastor one time uh, say, you know, what does God want us to do? Does He want us to, you know, as as a as a manager, as as our boss, you know, Jesus is. Do, do, mm. do we do we mm. stand around and tell Him how much we we love Him and bow before Him, or do we go out and do the work that He's called us to do? Yeah. I mean, uh, that's that's what uh, that's what we're called to do. It's we're, we've got a job to do, and it's not a job that brings pain or or uh, or. Uh, or is grievous hardship, you know, it's, it's yeah. something that, that uh, we give to God and we say, God, it's yours. Mm. And, uh, and, um, you know, we'll get through this. And in the end of it is joy. You know, well, I, I have so much joy that's right. uh, in, in what, uh, you know, in the things that God has led me through. And I, I this mm. last thing wasn't the only thing I've, I, you know, it's just, sure. you know, it, it is a, it's a process of growing. Yeah. And uh, and uh, going through the hardship, and then looking back and saying, "Oh God, I see what you're doing." Well, I think <laughs> Dale of a of a man who he get up and he told his mother. He says, "You know, I'm not going to church today." She said, "Well, why?" He said, "Because nobody there seems to like me, and I, I just don't feel like I fit in." And she said to him, "She said, yeah, but you're the pastor." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh wow! But there it is. There it is. It says, "It is." It's a very straightforward thing. To say, how much do I trust this Jesus? Yeah. Can I, for example, do I really have I really ever taken the time to to put all my worries about my family business and my house and all these other things aside? Hmm. And just come into the presence of God and talk mm. to him and listen to him and just get my focus on him. So, Jim, how do you hear God? I mean, you, you say mm. listen to him. What does that mean? It means, well, first of all, it means i got to shut up and stop talking. <laughs> I know that's something you struggle with. <laughs> because I can't talk and listen at the same time. Yeah, so if I'm going to listen to God, it really means... I've got to focus very clearly on him and forget about all the stuff I want to th say and all the questions I've got to ask and mm. and say, Lord, are you there? It's, I'm calling. Mm. I need you. And then experience, actually feel a sense of joy and release from all these worries and hear him say, I'm here. Mm. Seven two five nine two two four. We got to go to break, uh, and uh, we'll be right back. Seven two five nine two two four. Call in and uh, yeah. join us in this conversation. Tell I us just, how you hear God. Yeah, yeah. And absolutely. We'll see you in just a second. Well, that was quite a, a, a commercial there by Adrian Rogers. Yeah. He's, he's leading us right into our next that's session right here. That's a, that's yeah. great. That's great. So. Uh, so, well, well, one thing I want to say, you know, for Mary, is that we're not omnipresent, so so we can't do everything. Mm -hmm. We can only encourage people, and we have to keep our eye on what God's given us. The Bible said, if you put your hand to the plow, don't look back. 
because you can't, that plow would not, you couldn't keep a straight line if you didn't focus with everything you had. So, you know, Mary, we can't do everything, but yeah, you're right. I wish more people would volunteer at uh, the resource center. But that's the point is that there are many, there's, you know, we're, we're the mm. biggest business in the world, really right. Christians. You know, we have so many right. churches as offices and we've got yeah. all these people that are uh, sitting in the pews. There is plenty of opportunity. Oh, there's so many uh, opportunities. To go out there and, yeah. and, uh, and get involved and do something for somebody else that, yeah. uh, that, that, uh, that, uh, shows us shows that's God right. that we love him. It's, it's really, it's, it's about loving right. people, but it's, it's that love for God that, that motivates us and, and uh, mobilizes us to do what he's called us to do. But God doesn't lay on us more than we can handle. He understands that. And he knows that we're not omnipresent. You know, you, you know so he gives us tasks to do. And if we're faithful to them, and, and that's really what we're trying to encourage people to do, is what is the task that God's given you in life? And are you hearing him? And, and I'll, I'll guarantee you, if uh, if you are a Christian, God has given you a task, yes, and uh, and possibly sev- several tasks. If you don't know what your task is, mm-hmm. I think you better figure it out because <laughs> because there are things that God has called each one of us to do. We each have a right. calling, and if God is talking to you, and you're so busy talking yourself, right. you can't hear him. No, you're not going to. How's hear he going to get through to you? Well, the people today, they wear these Walkman, uh, and maybe I'm out of date. Yeah, it's not Walkmans anymore. It, it's it? uh, whatever e- earbuds, they call <laughs> earbuds, earbuds yeah. And, and they get, they're plugged in 24-7. How are you going to hear yeah. if you're plugged into something else yeah. all the time? Yeah. 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 Well, go ahead, Dale. Well, I was just going to read the next passage here. We've, mm. we've got three three little uh, scenarios here that God, that Jesus gave us. And please call in. Yeah, please call in, 725-9224. And it says, and when he remember Jesus had given uh, the disciples orders to depart to the other side of the lake. Mm. And when he got into his boat, his disciples followed him. And behold, there arose a great storm in the sea, so that the boat was covered with waves. But he himself was asleep. <laughs> and they came to him and said, Save us, Lord, we're perishing. And he said to them, Why are you timid, you men of little faith? Then he arose, rebuked the winds and the sea, and it mm. became perfectly calm. And the men marveled, saying, What kind of man is this, that even the wind and the mm, sea obey him? Right. But that was a frightening situation no, they were in. I, would have I mean, have you ever been yeah. out in a small boat when a no. storm comes up and the boat starts I, I used to have a little sailboat, and, and I'd, I'd, I'd wait for the storms to come to go out. And oh, yeah, <laughs> you get the wind. It, it would, I, I, I lost, yeah. I had a couple times that the, the mast was blown right off my boat. <laughs> but, but who better to know... To read the sea than professional fishermen. fishermen. They, they knew they were in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> and yet he said, oh, you, have, you know, little faith. Little uh, faith. Why are you frightened? You know, and that's, that, what do you, you mean, know? why are we frightened? The boat's going under. Right, we're going right. down with it. Well, you know, that's exactly how I felt 12 years ago when mm. I was going through my, my right. situation. Yes. Is that my boat was sinking and, mm. uh, and yeah. I was going down. And, uh, and what the Lord showed me was that I didn't have faith that he was going to take care of me. You know, I, I I thought I was in control and and I had everything kind of uh, uh, lined up and and, uh, and you didn't was, know he was in the boat. I did. I didn't even know he was in the boat. <laughs> he sure seemed to sleep a little longer than I'd liked yeah, him to. Yeah. But but uh, but uh, it was. Uh, it, it's it's that the trying times. But see, what God is doing is He's building a family, and He wants sons. 
And so and he's develop yeah, he's developing us. I mean if if my purpose on light on earth was just to get saved, then the rest of it's vain. But that's not Well, that, we don't, we don't we don't we're not born again to be the same people. No. We're born again to change. And he's and developing that change us. Change yes. is a tremendous oh. um, jump. Wow. In consciousness and yeah. uh, and uh, and what we can, you know, what we're the, the perspective that we, mm. we look at uh this life in i mean this life is you know so so you know god called god you know what if jesus would have slept and the boat would have sunk mm, yeah you know uh that's not what happened no but it's eternity that we're looking at not not the exactly. cares of this world but, but it's, it's so easy for me to see all the obstacles around me and start worrying about them mm. saying oh 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 this oh all my goodness what am i gonna oh how am i gonna and Will I be willing to notice when Jesus says up, stands up in the boat and says, "Why are you so frightened? Why are you so worried about all these turn well, things? I'm in the boat." I think of right this, a question that I have: If it had enough faith, would the storms never have happened, or do the storms develop our faith? And I think there are some people who believe if I've got enough faith. I'll I don't never have, have trouble. Storms. Yeah, I don't have any trouble. Yeah, yeah, and and that's not the truth. In fact, troubles build our faith. It, exactly. <laughs> it's just like working out with weights. You yeah, know, you exactly. Gotta, you gotta to build the muscle. You yeah. gotta do it. But yeah. you know, it's so common to hear people say, "Well, you know, I, I've got some trouble, so must not be mm. God that's uh, right, that's right. in this. You know, right. must be." Uh, um, well, I I was diagnosed with cancer. That means I have a lack of faith. No, I mean. It, it just means I'm going to need a whole lot more faith to get through this ordeal, and and it will develop faith in me. And you don't know, you know, when when those kind of things happen, you mm. don't know who God puts you in contact with in the process of of uh, going through that. Exactly. And so, you know, what you know, I, there's a couple ways you can look at it. You can mm. look at it as a as a terrible thing, uh, which it is. It's not. Well, it's not it definitely fun. is. And uh, or you can say, God, what opportunities do you have for me to serve you in all this? When when Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego went through the fire, if they hadn't been willing to do that, Nebuchadnezzar never would have seen the Son of God. Right. Yep. In the midst of that fire. Yeah. Those are terrible circumstances. Yes, but, you they know, are. I, I, I'm thinking of that lady we had on, Marianne Dean, who yeah, lost her arm lost. again, oh, and uh, and terrible thing. You know, she had it cut off a little piece at a time mm. because they couldn't get uh, catch up with the cancer that was uh, moving up her arm, mm. and uh, she lost her skill or she lost her ability to to knit, which was her life. She loved to knit and uh, knit knit mittens and scarves for people. Yeah. And, and uh, would give them away, but uh, but uh, when that was all done, she she uh, you know when when she lost her arm, she taught herself to knit one-handed, and it I'll tell you what is mm. a pretty amazing oh, process, I'm... and uh, <laughs> and she she uh, she did that, and that that brought her uh, in contact with people that she would have yeah, never been exactly. able to uh, to talk to, had uh, had uh, had she not gone through that terrible situation. And, and so we just have to em embrace those and say, you know, Lord, uh, life can be very difficult. Uh, there's a storm. You know, there's yeah, a storm. And that was a it storm is. for Marianne. Yes. Uh, that, yeah. That. And what's Jesus saying to her? Why are you so worried about losing your arm? I'm, I'm going to teach you how to. Knit you, you don't know. If, you don't know that's going to happen. But no, trusting God. Not. 
but, and say, but, God, what, what's uh, what's the opportunity in this, and what are you trying to what 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 purpose do you want mm. to serve in me? Yeah, that He's there yeah. and He's in charge. Yeah. Mm. He's in complete control. He and I suppose when well when the when Jesus made these awful commands right. to his disciples, they were coming. They were up in Galilee and they've just been having all kinds of success. That's right. And thinking, oh my, this is great. God must be with us because everything's going right. well and everybody loves us and they're all coming up and right. and and the crowds and all and. Jesus had, in fact, he t it says in, in the Gospel of Luke, it says Jesus took the disciples aside and said, whoa, wait a minute, guys, you're, you're cheering and because you've got such crowds coming out and yeah. everything seems to be going so good, but we've got to go down to Jerusalem. Yeah. And down there in Jerusalem, that's where my opponents are, and they're going to seize me, and they're going to put me to death. But he had to do that. I mean, yeah. he, uh, without his, without the crucifixion, we wouldn't know that this this world is so evil. But see, but he knew, he understood that that was God's plan. He didn't have to be afraid. And the plan, yeah, he knew that. And and the plan was that he'd raise, be, he'd rise again. Yeah. And without him doing that, how would we have known that uh, that right. there is an eternal life? That there is rising again. Yeah, that there I, is rising when again. When the boat exactly. sinks, there's rising yeah. again. Exactly. Well, I just wonder how enthusiastic the scribe would still be after the storm and then facing the demoniac later. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. They oh, had a bacon wow. shortage, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, for a while. Yep. Um, so you know, I, I just uh, looking ahead a little bit, he says, uh, he says, uh, uh, he who does not take his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. Mm. He who has found his life shall lose it. Well, that's that's the you know you find your life mm. in this carnal world, yeah. you're going to lose it. But he who has lost his life for my sake shall find it. Now, we have so much opportunity in this country. Uh, you know, who was it the other day who was saying that uh, if you have a, uh, a bottle with some extra change in it uh, on, your, yeah. on your dresser, that you, you're well, more wealthy than 90% than of the people on the planet. Know, isn't that sad? Yeah. And, uh, and we have so much. Mm. We have so much. Yeah. And we're so ungrateful. You know, all this, you know, it seems like... I don't know what anybody else thinks, but I, I look at uh, our our um, our country and I I see we have so much that we're so un and it just makes us unhappier all the time because we want more and more and more. Exactly. Uh, and, uh, and well, remember the, in the prayer conference on Wednesday that did a young girl that walked three miles to school um, every day to get to school because she lived three miles learn. home. Yeah, and three miles home. And that it takes up so much of her time. She she has a hard time studying, and and so you know what is a bicycle cost? I think you said it was one hundred and thirty dollars, seventeen dollars, one hundred seventeen dollars. Yeah. And so we're jumping to it. To, hey, well, we can help with that. Yeah, uh, you know. And there's so many needs out there like that that we just need to ask the Lord to maybe to open or broaden our um, our view to see. It open your ears, you know. Some yeah. some people, some yeah. people, sometimes you just gotta you gotta open your eyes and open your ears a little bit because the needs are there. Mm. Uh, you know, and I think I, I really believe Bob, what we're going through right now is is uh, is is a prelude to some real testing. 
Look at the prices. You said you pay $6 or something Yeah, over $6.70 for diesel. My wife went to the shops and got $70 worth of groceries. All she gets is little dog food. And yeah. I mean, I don't think we could make two meals out of it. it. It's getting, it's a trying time, especially for elderly people on a fixed income, right. young people that are, are just getting submerged, you know, in, in the world and, and trying to make ends meet. I mean, people are hurting out there. And it may, yeah, it may get worse. Yeah, exactly. And we're in the boat. Yeah. And the storm is out there. Yeah, boy, you look at what's going on in Ukraine. And, I know. Uh, yes. And, and uh, you know, it's hard not to think about oh. prophetically if that's if this is if this is the time that Jesus is coming. We don't know for sure. No. But uh, boy, it, it uh, you know. But yeah. one thing we do know for sure, though. Yeah. He's in the boat with us. Right. Yeah. And, no and matter what's right. going on. He's committed. And believing that. Yeah. And and uh, and acting like we believe him uh, yes. uh, is 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 the the key. You know, when Jesus said, "Love yeah. even your enemies," yes, boy, that's tough. Right. But I've yeah. heard people praying that Nancy Pelosi die. I mean, could you imagine? That's so evil. Uh, you know, that's not the spirit we're no. of. No. Uh, our spirit is to you know to love our enemies, yeah. do good to those that that, that are evil uh, toward us. And Jesus said, I'll never leave you and forsake you, but lo, I'm with you always, even unto the end. That's the, that's what the Lord said. That's why we know he's in the boat. Yes. We know he's in the boat, but it's, it's imperative that we act like he's in the boat. But mm. you can't hear God talking to you when your mouth is going. And you can't, and, and you can, if you want to love mm. Jesus, you got to pay attention to him. Well, yeah. and so many times we we want to hear that verbal um, sound from God, that verbal right. confirmation from God. So so often it comes in the form of a um, uh, an opportunity, a need that somebody else has. That's uh, right. You know, you don't know when you may be entertaining angels. It says in Scripture. So uh, so. And if you want to find out whether you can really trust Jesus that much when the boat is sinking, just and, read. It's all in the book here. It's all in the book. And yep. next week, please tune in. We have uh, Pastor John Robbins uh, from the Hope Haven Gospel Mission there on Lincoln Street. We're really excited to interview him and, uh, you know, and all the work that he does. Home, uh, homeless. It, yeah. With homeless yeah. people. Yeah. 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 So, so remember next Saturday. Yeah, next Saturday. Write down the number. We yeah. need to hear from more of you right. folks out there. I know you're listening. Uh, we hear that. Uh, we hear that <laughs> yeah. as we're out and about. But uh, but call in and, and join us. Uh, we'd love to have you. Uh, it is. Uh, it's. Uh, you're listening to WBCI 105.9, uh, Simple Faith uh, with with Jim Barnes and uh, uh, Bob Bolmier and. I think we want to just keep saying, keep it simple, servant. That's right. Keep it simple, keep it servant. Simple right. servant. The, and what's yeah. that phone number? 725-9224. Write it down. Simple. Put it on your refrigerator. That's so you right. Call us next week. Right. God bless. Have God a, bless have a you. Gr great week. Uh, we're, we're just keep, keep looking. Know that That's Jesus it. is in that Jesus boat. Jesus is in the boat. Amen. Yes. And he loves you. Amen. God bless you. Yeah.